Welcome to another episode of Me and My Health Up. I'm your host, Anthony Harcher. I'm a clinical nutritionist and lifestyle medicine specialist. The purpose of this podcast is to enhance and enlighten your well-being, and I'm going to be doing that today by sharing you an experience, a personal experience, as well as some feedback I've been getting from clients over this COVID period. So let me start. What is it all about? We're going to be talking about focusing on the process and less on the end outcome. Too often clients come to me and they're obsessed with the end outcome. However, if I get them to focus on the process, and yes, it has to be a proven process, so the process has to be proven to work, and we just do the process. And so what do I mean by focusing on the process, doing the process? Well, let me give you an example. So during COVID, I was very focused on being healthy because I wanted to make sure I was in the best state uh, to obviously uh, keep my immune system well and healthy. And so I was actively doing everything I knew that could support my immune health. For example, sleep. Sleep is fundamental to immune health. So I was regimented in terms of the time I would go to bed. And yes, it was a very early time between 8.30 p.m. at night and 9. So uh, very early, but I was strict with it. And I, and I had a process leading up to my bedtime where I would do my nighttime routine. And that was very consistent. And yes, it had been proven in, in terms of science. And yes, it was all about winding down. And so I, I did that every night. I was really good with it. And I did my activity every day. I couldn't go to my gym because it was closed, but I was focusing on my level of activity around my steps. My steps doubled during COVID. So I actually doubled my steps. So I went from an average of around 10 to 13,000 a day from uh, all the way up to 20 to 25,000 a day. So I doubled my steps. And on top of that, I was doing some weight-bearing exercises in the park. I was swimming in the ocean and I was doing online karate. So I was super active and I was doubling my uh, energy goal. So I, I set an energy goal as to how much energy I want to expend each day and I was doubling it every day during this lockdown period, which was in, in the end, I think about 14 weeks. And so extremely active. And then I, on top of that, I was eating really well. So I was making sure I was getting you know, a good amount of plant-based foods, lots of vegetables, lots of fruits. I was getting my protein intake. So I was really looking after myself. And in terms of my mental health, I was doing mindfulness and spending time in nature, spending time with my family, connecting with relationships, whether it be over Zoom or over the phone. I was doing all these aspects of holistic health that I'm always talking about or interviewing experts in. And you wouldn't believe it. I didn't look at the scales, okay? So I, I was wanting to keep myself in a good state, in my body in a good shape. Uh, I wasn't obsessed over it. Um, and I didn't look at the scales in the whole 14 weeks. And so when I went back to the gym, I was pretty excited to get back on them to see what had happened over 14 weeks of being double activity, eating the same, and really looking after my sleep and managing my stress. I jumped on the scales and you wouldn't believe this. Well, my expectation was 
that I, I thought I'd lost a bit of weight, right, because I was doing more, eating the same and looking after my emotions. No, I, in actual fact, gained three kilograms. I couldn't believe it. So over the course of the last decade or two decades, I've fluctuated between 69 or 68 and 71. So roughly, you know, plus, you know, within that three, kilo, three kilogram, <laughs> three kilometers, <laughs> three kilogram weight range. And so, yeah, some days, you know, I'd be constantly 68, 69, and then maybe I'd get up to 69, 70, and maybe a little bit over. I went back and I was 72 kilos, which is pretty much three kilos on top of what I was averaging, which was more like a 69. I was really surprised. I was thinking, what have I done wrong? Where's the fat? I was looking at me. I was thinking, oh, I can't have gained any fat. I feel good in my clothes. I feel great about myself. I've done everything and been looking after myself. Yes, but I gained three kilos. And I'm putting it down to it must have been muscle. And I was thinking, how do I gain muscle mass and I'm not going to the gym? But yes, I was doing resistance training and I was doing a fair amount of resistance training. I was doing karate, which is a fair amount of resistance training in. And on top of that, I was getting good rest, less stress, good sleep. So maybe I built some muscle. I don't actually know because I haven't done a body composition scan. So I don't know. And I didn't do it before the 14 weeks, but it doesn't matter. I feel great. Okay. I feel stronger. And yes, I hadn't lost any strength, which was a big surprise to me because I wasn't lifting much weight other than my body weight. Uh, And I went back to the gym and I could, I, I could actually lift more, which surprised me. So, so in those measures, so in, in actual fact, I've gained strength. I feel, you know, I'm, well, obviously I'm stronger. My body feels like it's in good shape, uh, looks like it's in good shape, yet the, the scales are saying I'm 72 and I'm thinking, well, what is that? So maybe it is. Maybe it is muscle mass gain. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it is fluid retention. I don't know. And these are the things that I really wanted to chat about today because I have clients come to me focused on the scales and the scales aren't the best measure of health. And I've just proven that through my story. I'm in actual great shape. I'm in better shape than pre-lockdown because of what I did during lockdown. And I feel great. I'm sleeping great. I've got lots of energy. I'm stronger. But if I just take one measure, and that's the scales, and too often when people want to manage their weight, they're focused just on scales. Health is way more than scales. And so if you have a proven strategy around maintaining weight, losing weight, or gaining weight, and it works, just focus on the process and trust the process. Okay, I had trust over my process because I I did it for 14 weeks without looking at the scales. And the other tip I wanted to give you is that you need to have more than one measure for success, okay? If it's just the scales or the scales just uh, give you total weight, it doesn't give you a breakdown of lean muscle gain fluid, the amount of hydration you have in your water you have in your body, or body fat or bone dent or bone mass, right? So it doesn't share that composition. 
if you really want to know that composition and you want to measure fat loss, then you're best to get a body composition scan. And the best one is the DEXA scan. So getting back to my point, focus on the proven process. So you need to be on a proven process that works. We know works, right? So I I had a proven process for managing my weight. I had done it before. I've got plenty of education around it and I trusted it and I did it for 14 weeks without looking at an end outcome. However, I was measuring myself in terms of the way I felt. Did I wake up energetic? So that's a good way to tell if you've had a good night's sleep. Do you wake up with energy? Okay. If you wake up with energy and you don't need that morning coffee, then most likely you've had a good night's sleep. So that's one way of indicating whether the sleep was good. The other way is an aura ring. Yes, I wear an aura ring and that gives me feedback and data on my sleep. So I'm always tracking my sleep. I don't obsess over it, but I want to know that I'm going in the right direction. It doesn't need to be perfect every night and my sleep's not perfect every night. It goes ups and downs just like life goes up and down, okay? That is life, is up and down. But generally, you want to be in the direction of the where you want to end up, right? So I know I want to end up there. I'm having more good nights than bad nights, which is positive. Generally, the trends are going upwards or where or where I w- want them to go as opposed to going backwards. So yes, it's important to track success, but don't obsess over it. Have more than one measure. So the other measure I I had was how did I feel at the end of the day after expending double my average energy expenditure? Uh, did I was I fueling myself properly? Was I if I was fueling myself properly, I should still feel all right even though I've done my energy expenditure. And yes, I did feel good at the end of the day. Yes, a little tired, but you expect to feel tired because you've done a lot of activity. And so you, you want to track your energy throughout the day. How do you feel? Do you, do you go through lulls uh, or you're very consistent? You certainly want generally to feel good. Uh, yes, it, it is natural to start declining in the afternoon, not feel as energetic as the morning. So you certainly, uh, if you've had a good night's sleep, your body's in the circadian rhythm, then you want to have great, you, you know, you'd expect to have great morning energy and declining energy in the afternoon and that goes into the evening. So that's that's natural and so I always expect that. The other thing was is how well are you, how well was I doing the activity? You know, was I doing it, um, you know, beating like the amount of steps or doing it faster or tracking the pace or was I recovering faster from it? So there's all these other measures to work out whether I'm getting fitter, right? You know, one way to do it is if you do a consistent four-kilometre walk, can you do it faster? Uh, can you keep doing it faster? Or can you at least keep the same pace for every time you do the walk? And so there's ways to track your fitness. How how, how do you feel after the walk? Do you feel that you could have went faster? Uh, that's a good indication that you're getting fitter uh, if you're able to do it at the same time as previously, but still feel that you had more energy to expend. So there's so many other ways to measure success. So I really want you to, when you're thinking about your health goals, don't have just one measure of success. Have multiple measures of success and track them, but don't obsess over them. And yes, some will be up, some will be down, but overall you want generally it going in the direction you want it to go. And with the scales, do not obsess over scales. Do not check it daily because 
it's going to change based on your hydration status, okay? And your hydration status is going to be dependent on a number of things such as your electrolyte, your water intake, um, your emotions, your stress levels, how you're sleeping. There's so many factors. So it's not, you know, it, having that just that one measure is not worth it, okay? Have multiple measures and look at the overall, the as I say, holistic or the wholesome viewpoints as opposed to just one part of the pie. So I want to get back and reiterate that it's important that you follow a proven process but have multiple measures of success, okay? That's the key of today's little talk, um, and I'm really glad that you've tuned in. I've shared a bit of my personal story throughout lockdown. I hope it's helped you think about your goals and how you want to track them and have a look look at different measures of success and then focus on that proven process and don't get too carried away with the status from day to day. You just generally want it trending in the right direction, okay? And over time, yes, it takes time. It takes time for your body to, to find that uh, balance or equilibrium and to really give you the desired outcomes. It takes time. It's not, not like you're giving yourself a drug that's going to take over your body and get direct outcomes immediately. You, your body takes time to adjust, okay, and you need to give it time. So certainly stick with it, you know, for up to, you know, three months, you know, to really test that process. Um, and you want to be tracking your progress to make sure you're moving in the right direction. You might need to make some tweaks along the way uh, to make sure you do continue on that trajectory of where you want to head. But that's what it is. It's focus on the process, have multiple uh, measures for success, and stay tuned for another episode of Me and My Health Up. I've got lots of exciting up-and-coming guests that you'll love that we're going to be talking more about health, mental health, uh, physical health, And yes, stay tuned for more insightful episodes of Me and My Health Up. Podcast disclaimer. This podcast and any information, advice, opinions, or statements within it do not constitute medical, healthcare, or professional advice and are provided for general information purposes only. All care is taken in the preparation of the information in this podcast. Connected Wellness Proprietary Limited, operating under the brand Me and My Health Up, does not make any representations or give any warranties about its accuracy, reliability, completeness, or suitability for any particular purpose. This podcast and any information, advice, opinions, or statements within it are not to be used as a substitute for professional, medical, psychological, psychiatric, or any other mental health care or health care in general. Me and My Health Up recommends you seek the advice of a doctor or qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Inform your doctor of any changes that you made to your lifestyle and discuss these with your doctor. Do not disregard medical advice or delay visiting a medical professional because of something you hear in this podcast. This podcast has been carefully prepared on the basis of current information. Changes in circumstances after publication may affect the accuracy of this information. To the maximum extent permitted by the law, Me and My Health Up disclaims any such representations or warranties to the completeness, accuracy, merchantability, or fitness for purpose of this podcast and will not be liable for any expenses, losses, damages, incurred indirect or consequential damages or costs that may be incurred as a result of the information being inaccurate or incomplete in any way and for any reason. No part of this podcast can be reproduced, redistributed, published, copied, or duplicated in a form without prior permission of me and my health up.